Hey friends, welcome back to the Sparkling Hippie Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Hoover, owner of the Sparkling Hippie. I am really excited to jump into today's episode. This is something I have been ruminating a lot about lately. Um, The topic of what is intuitive business. So some of my episodes in the past have been... (laughs) I've been playing with this like short and to the point type formula. And then if you go back farther into my archives, you might notice some of my um, first few episodes were longer, slower. I've kind of been playing with the format, seeing what I like best, what you like best. And I got to be honest, both are cool. (laughs) But today I'm feeling much more slow vibes. So um, in the uh, churches of the South, the pastor would say, y'all mind if I take my time? And the congregation would say, go ahead, go ahead, take your time, preacher. And uh, that's what we're going to be doing today. Uh, We're going to be taking our time. So walk with me, if you will, on this journey into intuitive business. Hello, sparkling entrepreneur. Welcome to the Sparkling Hippie Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Hoover. As a success coach and intuitive artist, I help female entrepreneurs elevate their business with fun, fulfillment, and flow. I'm also an Amazon number one new release author, and my expertise is in intuition, success mindset, and visionary thinking in business. I'm very fortunate to have been featured in Positively Positive, Thrive Global, and Thought Catalog, among other amazing publications. I hope you'll find this show helpful to your entrepreneur journey, and if so, please feel free to like the show, subscribe, and leave a review. Enough about me and the show. Let's get started. Let's jump into today's episode. So... My fascination with this term, it's, I guess it's been around for a while. I started looking into, um, I guess I started using the phrase intuitive business uh, several years ago. I've been using it and not really paying too much thought to this phrase. It just sort of came up as a great description of what I do and how I help entrepreneurs. Um, and then recently, I really dove in again to SEO which for those of you who don't know, is search engine optimized. So making sure my website is using the correct keywords and backlinks and all of this stuff so that it will rank as best as it can, as high as it can on Google, Bing, and other search engines, which is super fun and actually a great rabbit hole to fall into. Um, If that sounds interesting, definitely reach out. I could uh, probably do a whole show on that. And recommend some great resources. But all of that to say, as I was diving into SEO, I was um, really quickly confronted with who am I, what do I do, and what do I want to be known for? Um, These are the foundational questions every entrepreneur must ask themselves and then continuously ask themselves every time they are refining their business or growing their business. We go back to those main three questions. So who am I? What do I do? And what do I want to be known for? 
And as I was diving in uh, this round at this point in my business, uh, I came across some keywords that really defined my business in a way that I hadn't defined it before. So some of these keywords came up naturally. I was already ranking pretty high on Google for them. And then other, others of them, I discovered myself and thought, okay, here's a hole I want to feel to fill. Here's a niche that I know that I am working in and I can fill that gap on Google. <laughs> so intuitive business was one of the phrases that continued to come up in my study. Uh, it's something that I'm already using in my marketing copy and content. And it's also something that I want to lean more into. Uh, I believe that we are globally in a time of spiritual awakening. I think people all around the globe are waking up more and more to this idea of uh, using both sides of the brain, using both, both the feminine energy and the masculine energy. And thank you to COVID, which is so interesting because my work as a coach and entrepreneur started before COVID, actually years before COVID. And what COVID did for the planet, I know there's a lot of uh, pain and tragedy involved, but there was also a lot of good that came out of this, what, two, three-year COVID saga. And that is that people at first had to be still, they had to stay home, and they had to face themselves. Um, a lot of my corporate workshops start with allowing the employees to get quiet and go inward. So many of us don't take the time to do that. We're constantly spinning 12 plates in the air, wondering what's next, moving on to the next activity. And we're not taking time to tune in to what we truly need, who we truly, truly are, and what we truly want to do in the world, either as an employee or as an entrepreneur. Um, so COVID gave us the space to do that, first of all. Then as the um, COVID drove, <laughs> the waves kept coming, right? We're open, we're closed, we're open, we're closed. Um, way longer than anyone ever thought. But as time went on, you know, our, our whole workplace changed. People suddenly were working from home or they were trying out hybrid uh, models of working virtually plus working in the office. Um, a lot more flex time came into play. Companies suddenly were testing out all sorts of different types of model models for their employees. And what came up as a result of that and as a result of extreme isolation in COVID, which obviously brings up um, mental illness and um, personal discomfort, anxieties, depression, all of this came to the surface because we were forced to stop and look inward. Um, we started changing the models of work and what that did is left people uh, very curious about what is actually working and what is actually not working on in my life as an individual, as an employee, as an entrepreneur, um, but also as a company's life, as a company structure, corporate structure, and then globally. Right. So all of these questions, I believe, have been coming to the surface over the last two years and are still being in the process of being answered uh, right now and will probably continue to be um, fleshed out over the next couple of years. We're definitely in a big transition time. In fact, just last week, two or three people, I think it was three people all in the same day, came at, at different different conversations, had said to me, I just don't know what this re-entry looks like, right? 
they, um, they all three randomly expressed concerns about, oh, wow, things are opening back up. Suddenly I'm invited to parties, events, parades, and all of a sudden it's kind of overwhelming. Like we've been used to this really slow pace of life and all of a sudden things are speeding back up. So finding balance becomes really key. So on that note, balance. Balance is where we are as a society right now. Trying to figure out what balance looks like, um, trying to figure out what that looks like on ev- in every sense of the word. And especially in business, uh, corporately or as business owners. So, whew, what does that look like? And what does that have to do with intuitive business or intuitive business coaching? For me, so this is where my work really, really comes into play. We, for years, um, as a society, really have, especially in the Western part of the world, we have really leaned into one side of ourselves. So the masculine energy, the logic brain, the hustle mentality, um, especially here in America, you know, we're really fond of the work hard mentality. Uh, we really glorify, you know, who works the most hours and um, this very rigid corporate ladder type of structure, right? Just like go, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. Um, and that definitely comes into the entrepreneur community as well. There's a lot of influencers out there, uh, even coaches who really encourage the, the idea of burning the candlestick at both ends. Um, and that can get you success. I will be the first to admit that it can. That doesn't mean it's going to be fulfilling or long-lived success. And so when we start talking about balance and what we're questioning and coming into as a global society right now, you have to think of, I always use the description of, of a scale. If you think of like the old timing scales, right? Um, we have all of our weight on one side of the scale. So it's very much tipped over into this uh, logical side of the brain, um, masculine energy. And we, what I have seen in the last few years is people going all the way, tipping the scale in the other direction, saying, you know, masculine energy is awful, patriarchy this, and, you know, we need to just meditate all day and sit in this feminine energy and everything's translucent and, and intuitive and dreamy. And I don't agree with that either. I don't think too much of either one is how we're designed to live. I think you can have problems either either way, leaning that scale all the way to the left or all the way to the right. And so what I'm actually an advocate for is balancing that scale. I do believe that we need both the left and the right side of the brain, both logic and intuition, both masculine and feminine. We're created to have um, a balance and a wholeness within ourselves. So I teach primarily from the... Um, feminine energy, intuitive side of the brain, creativity, um, that would be the right hemisphere of the brain, right? So creative thinking. But I balance it out with uh, just the opposite of that, logic and reasoning, uh, business strategy, things like that, which is really unique. Usually, in my experience, coaches are one or the other. 
but I say I, I have a caveat. The thing is, in order to to tip the scales to get them, uh, you know, see, seesaw them back and forth until we find that equal equilibrium, that balance. Because we've been leaning so heavy to one side, the masculine, the logic, right? That my work then becomes really helping people tip the scale over to the other side. What does feminine energy look like? What does intuition feel like in my body as an individual? What does creativity look like for me as an individual? And how can I bring that to my business or to my corporation, to my corporate culture? How can I bring that more fully into every area of my life? But to feel into that and understand it, we have to tip the scale all the way over into that scary territory. And then we can come back and kind of seesaw our way back into that balance. It's really interesting, too, that this is what I teach because my first few years of entrepreneurship, um, I worked with a very heavy masculine coach and then I worked with a very heavy feminine coach. Um, Both were at the top of, or still are, at the top of the coaching industry, at the top of their game. Um, Worldwide recognition, well-known, yada, yada, yada. Um, And I remember feeling like neither one of these are my fit. One was too far to the right, one was too far to the left. And when I say right and left, I don't mean political. I'm talking about just the right and left sides of the scale, if you will. Um, And so I remember really struggling the first few years of business asking, uh, how do I find that balance? How do I, you know, balance the uh, inspired action? And, you know, I want to be on (laughs) Forbes magazine. I want to be known. I want to network with the six and seven figure business owners, which I did right out the gate. Um, How do I balance that energy, this go-getter, ambitious, driven female entrepreneur with the energy of, but I also am very creative and intuitive and I I lead with my heart. Um, I want to connect with people first, uh, people over profits type of mentality. How do I balance that? And so it did take a lot of bending the scale back and forth in order for me to find my own balance. So now (laughs) that's what I help business owners do. Uh, and corporations. I actually have been super blessed to work with some major Fortune 500 companies, helping them with their corporate wellness events and building up that intuitive and creative and innovative muscle within their own employees. So when you think about intuitive business, that gives you a little bit of an idea of what it is, how I do, what I, what I do and how I help. Um, I met with a gentleman last week who is, comes from the very traditional business sense. He is a business consultant and works primarily from strategy on growing and expanding a business. Um, when he met me, we instantly had a great connection and he actually offered me a job, but then he kind of took a step back and was like, well, I'm not really sure that you'd no business because he had heard me speak of uh, intuition and creativity, authenticity, all of these words that I like to present and speak about. And once we got to talking a little bit more, he was like, oh my gosh, you are like knee deep in business. You know as much or more than me. And he'd been consulting for 17 years. And he was like, I had no idea. I thought you were only into the like ooey gooey stuff. And, um, It was a really interesting, not a red flag, but a light bulb moment for me 
because I need to be more intentional about how I communicate what I offer with, with other people. Um, a lot of my clients have had uh, booking their first clients, um, increasing their income. One of my clients had a $25,000 day after one session with me. Um, another client was able to um, set a clear business plan and vision for her next full year of business because of the work we did together. Um, so you talk about business plans, organizing, uh, funding, all of these things have been results that people get after working with me. However, I don't promise that. I don't lead with, hey, you'll get more clients or you'll get more money if we work together because, first of all, I believe in free will. So you have the opportunity to choose. Do you do the work? Do you dive in? Um, not everyone that I interview gets to, be, gets to be my client, right? A lot of times I turn people down because if you're not open to the work, you're wasting my time and your time. And it is something that has to be brought to the surface before the coaching relationship begins. Because if you aren't open to doing the work, I can't take you there. I'm not going to spit strategy and um, business ideas and lingo at you if you're not first going to be able to, to lean into that deeper knowing inside yourself. So that's where the intuitive bit comes in, intuitive business, right? You're not just throwing strategy against a wall and like hustling and wearing yourself out, which very, very easily leads to burnout, which is a huge thing we see in, um, in the industry that I work in. So before going into all of, all of the burnout and the, and the angst, anxiety, depression, all of that that comes from pushing too hard without stopping to listen first, um, I actually teach that. Hey, let's like pause on all your ideas and strategy and fears and worries and let's go 27 layers deep, as I like to say. What do you truly want to do in the world? How do you truly want to serve others? Um, going back to those three fundamental questions, but not answering them from the head, answering them from the heart, from the soul. What were you put on this earth to do? Let's get a very clear picture of that, of that energy, of that um, image and vision. And then let's go from there. So my magic sauce, if you will, is helping people see that vision, getting that clarity. Because from clarity comes confidence. When you have a very clear picture of where you're going, what you're going to do and how you're going to do it, then your confidence goes through the roof. And I'm talking about earth shattering, inner knowing confidence that doesn't come from um, the ego or from um, just, just having a great title or a great background. It comes from your inner knowing. To me, that is the most powerful confidence that you can have. And you're going to go a lot further, a lot quicker, and a lot easier. So you've probably heard me mention over and over again, fun, flow, and fulfillment. Those are the three Fs that I like to present in my work. That is what I strive to bring my clients first and foremost. Because if you are not having fun, you're not operating in flow, and you're not fulfilled by the work that you're doing, it's literally pointless. What's it all for if you're just going to end the day feeling anxious, depressed, burnt out, exhausted. Um, even a friend of mine yesterday over drinks was sharing how her husband at the end of the day is very snappy. He can't hold a, a deep conversation with her because he's so exhausted from the work that he's doing um, 
with his company. So why would you sacrifice this one and only beautiful life that we have, um, connecting with the person that you love most in your life? You're sacrificing that for what? So my biggest and first question to you is, is what does fulfillment look like? What does success look like? I talk a lot about redefining success, um, not just going with like, oh, that success means more money and a, a promotion or a better job title. No, really dig deep and like push the ego logical mind out of the way, dive into the body. We, and we use a, um, variations, a lot of different variations of, uh, getting into the body, embodiment techniques, um, climbing into the, the right side of the brain where creativity lives. And then from there, answering these deeper questions. What do I want out of my life? How do I want to show up? And what do I feel in my soul that I was born to do? Without judgment, without uh, questioning it, without immediately jumping into this fearful mentality of, but I, but I, but this, but I can't, or, but, but this, but that really the work begins with simmering in those soul level questions, especially as they relate to your business or your work and then moving forward from there. So a traditional business coach in a nutshell, right? (laughs) A traditional business coach begins and ends with strategy and intuitive business coach, such as myself, um, actually begins and ends with fulfillment and then throws strategy in as I feel it is deemed necessary. So intuitive business, that's what it is. Uh, that's my coaching in a nutshell, my, my teachings, my workshops, all of this. Um, this is really the heart of it. And it's, it's putting the person first and building the work around that person. I hope this makes sense to you. I hope uh, it helps answer some questions. If you have additional questions, please leave a uh, comment or review. I would love, love, love to hear from you. I'd love to follow up with any questions you have. And additionally, you can always email me hello at thesparklinghippie.com. That's my email address, and I'd be happy to answer any questions you have. Oh. I hope you guys could hear the birds chirping in the background. I recorded today from my backyard in sunny California. So beautiful. It's springtime right now. So I hope you guys feel that way as you go on with your day, sitting outside in the sun, watching the bees and the birds. (laughs) Love you guys very much. And I will talk to you soon. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Hey Sparkler, one last thing I'd love to share with you. I recently updated my website to include not just one or two or three, but tons of free stuff. My resources, things that have helped me in my intuitive business journey. So feel free to go to my website, www.thesparklinghippie.com. There at the top, click on free stuff and knock yourself out. Um, I have uh, several different guides and resources as well as our beautiful, wonderful free community where you can connect with other like-minded intuitive business souls. So definitely check that out and hope to see you around the interwebs.